entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It's episode 397. And it's Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode. We have a, a full house. A full house? Yep. We've got Jeff and Layton, which were here last week. I'm back, Ruben. Hi, Ruben. You're back. My brother Nicholas is here. Hi there. And joining us for the first time in 2022, I believe, is uh, my other brother, Theodore. Theodore is on the phone. Theodore, how's it going? It's going great. It's good to be back. Oh, it's good to have you back. Long time, Ken Santa. So if you're a first-time it, it listener... It has been a while. If you're a first-time listener to the French Press Podcast, I just want to say welcome, and your day's about to get better. And Ooh. also, this podcast is being overrun by hostellers. I was going to say... I, it feels disproportionate. Do you have any brothers, Layton? I'm expecting an, an equal outcome here, okay? If we don't have an equal outcome, then I, I dub this podcast a failure, okay? We need to have equal amounts of Yoders, Hostetlers, and Millers, okay? So we're going to need a whole lot more microphones. No. We need a bigger switch, okay? If we're going to have three hosts, <laughs> no. we, we got it's nine equal. people. We Layton, need nine Layton. inputs. It's equal outcome. Oh. It's not equal volume. So if if Layton so, talks and the Miller Jeff the Miller talks as much as the combined hostetlers, yes. But it's hard to figure out because Layton, you're half hostetler. Yeah. So every time you're talking, <laughs> I can't I can't rebut. <laughs> I have no rebuttal. But we're half Miller. That's true. Ooh. Right back at you, Jeff. <gasps> so oh, it's there's, actually, there's actually more. There's more Millers than Yoders. Yes, <laughs> Jeff. What's your other half? Whoa! He's double Miller though. So oh there's, no, no! Yeah, there's more Miller still. There's even more Miller than what we first thought. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow. <clears throat> On today's episode, we've got some feedback. We have a real interesting question. It's about bathroom entrance etiquette, and we're going to dive into that. Answer a serious question from a listener who's having family problems because of it. And uh, Nicholas, who's a recent addition to the podcast, recently became famous for being on the podcast. He's going to share that story. Over the weekend, actually all four of us who are here in studio were at a, an event where we listened to Ben Carson give his, uh, or no, not really testimony, but kind of a life story. It, it was, was kind of it was, was kind of a testimony. It was a state of his presidential run address. It was a, <laughs> it was less of a life story and more of just a encouragement. Yeah, but he event. talked a lot about mm-hmm. his young life. Yeah, yeah, and how he but, over, overcame I mean, some struggles, he, like. There's a lot of gaps that he didn't really talk about about his life story that's kind of assumed like that people know who he is basically. So, but yeah, we'll we'll get into that later, right? We've also last week's episode, Jeff and Layton were talking about uh how how some trees were being um tapped, tapped for sap, and today we actually have oh, some sap. More trees. We have some sap to taste. Do we sap have some of the the versus maple pool? syrup? Do we have some in the telephone pole sap? I doubt it. Nipsco contacted us and said that we need to stop tapping into their grid. It's real sad. So we we do not have any subsidized maple syrup. Hmm. 
Solar I, I syrup. Do, I, I, you guys obviously, uh, it was just Layton and Jeff last week on the episode, and I, I listened to it, and uh, <laughs> what's so funny? It made it sound like you were like, ah, I listened to it, like barely, but you, you just did. Well, Ruben didn't like it because it proved that we didn't actually <laughs> need him. <laughs> actually, Jeff, you're wrong. That's why I did like it, because that means that the show can go on even if I'm not here. Exactly. Point number so one. I like that. But you're not an essential part of the podcast. Yeah, that's a blessing. Oh, you're saying that's a blessing. Oh. Yeah. The quality was a little bit oh, uh, yeah. less. Though. I was clipping in a real clippy way. It was bad. When I was doing Tuesday, I, I definitely clipped out. So, Ruben, there is a – somewhere, somehow, you are adding some value to this. Well, I know that. I, I'm, I fully admit that. It's just not necessary. It's like – you can live without the sun for a few days. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying but I'm like without sunlight. the sun, you I'm end like up depressed. You know, yeah, but you can still survive. It does something for your mood. And that's and what the podcast was. You we need it depressed. a lot more than what you like to admit. Sometimes it gets a little hot, and it's kind of overbearing. All right, let's keep on moving. It's a lot like so, Ruben. A big uh, question from one of our <laughs> listeners, or not a big question, a serious question from one of our listeners, Esther Brookholder. She messaged in and said, hey, so my family has been having an argument, and we need professional advice. And that, <laughs> well, you that come to is the why, wrong place. That is why people come to the French Press Podcast Experts. To get some unprofessional advice. So here's our question. Uh, imagine you're in this situation. As you approach the bathroom door, you notice the door is closed. Do you, A, knock and wait for an answer, and if it is silent... Try the doorknob to see if it's locked. Or B, try the doorknob right away without knocking. And also, question number two, what's the appropriate thing to say when someone knocks on the bathroom door when you're the occupant? So when you're inside and someone does knock, you know, what should you say? I feel like we need to go around the room and give our Well, I think the appropriate thing to say would be, stay out of here, you pervert. (laughs) Now that needs to go on our soundboard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Grab that clip. Uh. Um, and I think it also matters. I think should we assume we're at a we're at a public place like a uh, a coffee shop that has like a, just like a one man restroom? I think I think that it was. I don't know. I, I would assume that it's a more of a home thing. I think it, I think it's different response if you're at home or if you're at a public. Uh, place restroom. We all know that I if think you're at a public same. place, then people, same response. Like people never respond when you knock, anyways. So you kind of have to try the door, and then it's locked, and then you feel bad. People never Whoa. respond. Jeff, I disagree wholeheartedly. Unless unless they can't hear you, because that could be the place in a lot of public restrooms where Which you is can't, a half-hearted disagree. You can't hear. And the truth is, you don't want to be yelling if you're in the bathroom. You hear, happen to hear a sound outside. You don't want to constantly be like. It's weird that you mentioned this because just today this happened to me. I I went into this place and there's a bathroom in there. It's at my workplace. Oh, okay. And the door's closed. The bathroom door's closed. I knock and I hear nothing. So I'm like, well, maybe he's in there. He's yeah. a little embarrassed. So I knock again. Huh? No sound. It's like, okay, there's... And I didn't check the door because I was a little bit nervous that he was either using the restroom and a little bit nervous that he... Did something? Maybe he got messy and got on his pants. I don't know. 
But then I, I went, as I was walking away from the bathroom door, back to outside, the guy walks in that is normally in, it's a, and it's, it's like in his office area the bathroom is. Mm. So that was, it was, he was coming through from the outside. So, he, so no one was in the bathroom? No one was, was in the bathroom. Oh, okay. But you still knocked. I knocked twice. So that, <laughs> and you still didn't go in. Well, I didn't have to use it. I was just checking where he was at. Oh. I was looking for him. Okay, all right. No, rule number one is you never look for someone in the bathroom. Because if you find them, what are you going to do anyway? Ask him, hey, He's I like, need your help. Hey, hey. No. But like, if they're sitting in the stall, like, like, I need some help. And you're like, well, I'm kind of predisposed at the moment. What are they supposed to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me just stop and... Let yeah, let me get that for you. I guess you're right. You know what I mean? You don't go looking for people in the bathroom. E- even if you do find them, you're still at a loss anyway. I think that the proper response is to knock. Mm-hmm. Yes, you knock. And if you don't hear anything, then I check the knob. Then I then I try to Yeah. And 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 I think that goes for a public restroom or even if you're invited over to someone's house because they are Sunday host and hostess, same thing. Okay? What, if, what if they're not Sunday host and hostess and they just invite you over? Well, then you barge the, right in. That's right. <laughs> Etiquette goes out the window at that point. No, th- th- there's a real dilemma in, in homes. I am a firm believer that and I kind of grew up this way, that if a, a bathroom is unoccupied, the door is open. Like, it's just open. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's no reason to leave it closed after you're right. done. You want to... But then there's people that literally go around and, like, if they're walking past the bathroom that's unoccupied, they'll close the door because they think that it should be closed. Mm, yeah, that's wrong. That's a weird thing. Yeah, I, I, that's a weird family. All right. We can put that to bed right now. But... Here, uh, but then, but well, then if you are the people, occupant, those people are the people that try the door right away, and if it's unlocked, will come in. <sighs> who are these people, Jeff? Well, but also, who's not locking the door when they're using the bathroom? I mean, sometimes you forget. I do, I do agree. However, at my well, parents, kids, kids I, shouldn't lock the door when they use the bathroom. Like little kids that need help. That's but true. But that should not give anybody an excuse to just barge in on them. And and at my parents' house, the doorknob lock is broken in one of the bathrooms. So just by trying it, it will open up. Oh, boy. Actually, we don't have a lock either on, one, <laughs> on our one bathroom. If you are the occupant and you are using the toilet and somebody knocks, the proper response is to say, surprise! <laughs> that lets them know that you're in there. Is that actually what you say? No, I probably say, uh, hold on, or I usually say occupied. Occupied, occupied is appropriate, I think. Maybe if it's someone I know, I might say occupational hazard because it starts with the same. <laughs> it doesn't actually like mean it the, anything appropriate. Yeah, but it just sounds the meaning of the words sound the same. Full disclosure, though, I don't always say surprise. Sometimes I'll say surprise. <laughs> 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 oh man! Well, right, what, is, this, what, this think, is what does Theodore think about this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, Theodore, we, we haven't given you a chance to chime in. <laughs> yeah, Theodore, what's up? <laughs> Theodore? <laughs> hey there, Theodore, what's going on? Uh, see, 
We knocked on he's, his door and he's not there, so we're going to barge right on in. He's he's predisposed. He's still connected, supposedly, but I don't hear anything. Theodore Kajun's had a. All right, well, well that's that. Sure. Well, he, might, he might come back a little bit. Anyway, uh, are you guys ready to move on? I think so. Yeah, yeah. let's go. So, Nicholas, you, tell us how you became, or the story about you becoming famous. Well, well um, obviously, uh, the rest of us has, have experienced this before, but. We are curious to hear about your experience. Well, do we give a concrete answer to the question? I think so. Are, I mean, are we all in agreement? Knock first. And it then was definitely unprofessional advice. Yeah, yeah. And if no. somebody's in there, you can just say something. Yeah, or I'm in uh, here. You can even just say ha, ah, and then <laughs> what? <laughs> what's <laughs> going on that, in there? That sounds like you might need help. And then someone might barge in. Oh, then they're like, "Oh, I gotta get in there. I know it's locked, but we gotta break down the door. That guy's in trouble." <laughs> Not good. Nicholas, back to your story. All right, so I was on the podcast two weeks ago, um, and the next day I was at work doing my daily things, you know, working hard, um, <laughs> doing my part, and there's uh, Emmeline came in to uh, do some electrical work at our at our at our jobs uh, job site, and uh, there's a guy. It's actually Tim's. Newcomer's brother Jason. Whoa, We're Tim playing. and Twilight newcomer. Tim's brother Jason. Tim's been on the podcast. Tim is the yes. one that came on and shared about buying a, a freezer from Mishawaka. Yeah, the place on Facebook he found he would yes. never visit again. Yeah, so Jason, the brother, was at was at my job doing electrical work, and he looks at me in a sort of like I'm staring at you, but not in a weird way. And I look at him. We link eyes. Oh, and I knew something was up. The starstruck eye contact. <laughs> yep. So, and then he says, "Are you Nicholas?" And I say, "Yes, I am." And he says, "I just listened to the podcast." And I was like, "Yep, that was me." Wow. And yeah. Oh, I think we hear a theater coming back. Are you still there, Theodore? <laughs> oh, guess not. No, <laughs> guess not. <laughs> well, um. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just the only one that has uh, witnessed this um, being one time on the podcast and going out in the real world and people notice me. I think it's because of my voice. It's so delightful. To me, it sounds like a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Uh, actually, that whole locking of eyes and then the other person recognizing me, that happened between me and Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we locked eyes. <clears throat> Actually, it's hard to lock with his eyes because it looks like he's about to fall asleep. <laughs> I, I thought his eyes were closed constantly. Point. All right, so over the weekend, we were at like, an event by an organization called Retta, Reason Enough to Act, and it is a, an alternative to abortion um, organization, but they help with counseling of mothers who have gone through with abortions as well. And, and also just pregnancy support. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're based in, in Elkhart, Indiana. And they've been around for longer than what I realized. They, I think they started in 85, is what they said. Really? So it's been been around for yeah. a long time. Yeah, they do. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So a great, it is a great ministry and organization. And yeah, you're it's right. really cool. It's not like, I think when you hear the word uh, anti-abortion, it's like they're activists that are going to be... Uh, um, Obnoxious? Riot, rioting? Not not rioting, but the... Uh, the picketing. More, picketing and fencing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're not at all like that. They're very they're very Christian based organization. Like that, that was the well, main the main emphasis was changing lives through Jesus. Yeah. yeah. 
And and they support people who have, like, they try to convince people to not have abortions, but they also support people who have had abortions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So every year they have an, a supper, a fundraiser event, and they always have a big speaker. But this is the biggest speaker I've ever heard of them having, mm-hmm. Dr. Ben Carson. So he talked for about 45 minutes probably, half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, what was your thoughts on, on the event or on his speech? You can start, Jeff. Oh. Uh. Or, or what did you want to, uh, what did you want no, to say about it? No, I just um, – I guess I mean, it didn't really surprise me, but the 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 speeches in general, his speech and uh, also, well, I didn't realize that um, uh, Congresswoman Jackie Walorski was going to be there as well, and it was it was very interesting to hear her speak as well. But it definitely uh, both of their talks combined gave the whole evening a very political vibe. I thought definitely from Walorski. From Ben yeah. Carson, he did talk about politics, but I thought, I thought most of what I got from him was more about uh, growing up. He did talk about like, you yeah, know, what, what, wanting to like so, so protect your freedoms of free speech. Well, but, I think I think the the biggest focus was on the the current political situation where we're you know Roe versus Wade is in question right now. Did he talk about that too? He, a he little bit, about it just a little, just bit. a tiniest okay. bit. I think that's maybe what brought it up. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Jeff, I definitely echo your sentiments. Um I wasn't expecting it to be so political. I was more expecting him to focus. I really enjoyed his stories of surgery. Mm-hmm. And I wish that he would have talked more about that. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. Well, I mean it's, it's what he's famous for. Yeah. Totally. I I was expecting more of that. And how his expertise in the medical field relates to the sanctity of life Mm -hmm. and just really honing. And he definitely touched on that quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of political overtones, a lot of Mm -hmm. them. The political cliches, sometimes a setback is just a setup for a comeback. (laughs) <laughs> he did say that. He did say which, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. very clearly made it sound like he was going to be running for the presidential election. 2024! <laughs> but when he said that, that was probably halfway through his talk. Yeah. yeah. So when he ended, I was expecting it to be a little more of a political call to action mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that at all. No. At, no, at the didn't. end, it wasn't like, all right, sign up for my uh, email list or go yeah. – uh, he didn't you, do the Donald Miller plan. But you thought that that's where plan. he was going. I thought that is where he was going. Because yes. of because of the content of his talk or just because you thought that he was going to do that anyways? Uh, no, I didn't think he was going to do that anyways. Okay, so like the direction that the talk was going. You yeah, thought it was and, and a couple there. phrases in particular. Yeah. Well, you talked about the comeback. That in particular yeah. is like, I think he might be running for office again. But I don't know if he is or not. Yeah, <clears throat> and, so, and sadly, that, that was just a little bit of a turnoff for me. Like... Maybe maybe it was just it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. Well, I, I do yeah, have a question I, for you. Yeah. What's How, up? Uh, politics. Yeah. Some people view politics as the relationship between people, and like the way you view the relationship between people, that is politics. Now, I think I know Christians often take a serious stand, like we don't get involved in politics, or or, or more our conservative circles, like we don't get involved in politics. Mm-hmm. But what what to you is politics? 
you, the definition that you gave of politics has a very, in my mind, a very negative slant to it. Meaning that because generally, I think the implication is that politics are kind of tricky, and so relating to people, if you call it politics, kind of, in some cases, can apply imply that it's it's difficult. Well, that's not that's not at all what I meant. I just meant how you relate to each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, I got yeah. Like, how do you decide? Yeah, what property uh, laws are or city ordinances like that's more what I was talking oh, in about that, in that sense of politics yeah. Okay, yeah like how are we going to get along right and so if, if that and so yeah well, I guess yeah I asked my question Lightning didn't talk yet but even then even there you're uh, delving into some kind of conflict resolution yes or a conflict avoidance yes I think that I when someone says politics I do think of the political government, like like, mm-hmm. and and our relationship with them. I do think how you view politics can be an indicator of how you view others. It mm-hmm. can be. Mm-hmm. It's not always the case, but it can be. Does that kind of make sense? So you're saying how you relate to each other. Stereotypes are a thing. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Um, well, it also says how you view, like, what the government should do says something about how you view the nature of other people, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I yeah. So. so I don't, well, and, I don't view it, like, I don't, I don't, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, your definition is just wrong. Well, I'm not even sure. That was a definition I heard from from a podcaster. That's and not. I, what, I never, that's just not what I think of when someone says, hey, let's talk about politics yeah mm-hmm. well then mm-hmm. i had never thought of it either that way until he was until he said that yeah mm-hmm. and, and basically by if that's your definition of politics you can't get away from it you do have a political view it might yeah. just not be mm-hmm. thought out in oh every person has a political view yeah even mm-hmm. the ones that don't want to participate but that's because their view on politics yeah mm-hmm. so they have a political view mm-hmm. all right so what anything else about ben carson or the uh, reda event uh, i thought it was good I, I mean, yeah, it was very when Jackie Lorsi came on, it was very political, and her her speech was all politics and all that stuff. But I thought Ben Carson was was more down down to earth, and mm-hmm. and I I was picturing him not as calm. Like he was very just like almost like he was on the verge of sleeping, like <laughs> almost like how he talked, and he's like so you know I don't know. I just I just yeah. Well, but I don't it know. reminds well, me that of is the, what um, I was expecting from watching the debates. To fall asleep. Yeah. Well, well the, the the debates and the uh, what's the gifted hands bad lip reading. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> bad lip reading of the debates. Yeah, like really highlighted that. Those are gold. Um, Jackie Walorski, she really. I had never like heard her talk. I didn't even know what she looked like. She struck me as a like wannabe Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you guys get those vibes? Kind after, of. After I heard you say it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that right away, but, but yeah. She, she is a very good speaker. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she knew exactly what she wanted to say, and she knew how to say it in a way that made people, like, excited. Yeah, yeah excited she knows about what her talking saying. points. Yeah. I, I do question, though, like, 
She said that she is Nancy Pelosi's worst nightmare. Yeah. And I I very she, much question that. Yeah, as like well. I I don't know how much Jackie Walorski is on Nancy Pelosi's radar. He's like, "Oh, here comes Nancy again." Oh. Got to vote on this bill. I don't know like I, I know. She made it sound like she's a bigger deal than what she is. I don't even know like how much they actually interact. I don't know. Well, here's all I do know. When hearing <laughs> hearing national uh, commentators talk about politics, I haven't heard them bring up Jackie's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I bet Nancy's like Jackie Lorsky. Ja- Jackie who? Who is that again? <laughs> Jackie Robinson. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Anyway, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I didn't think that Ben Carson was as political as I think you guys did. I thought, especially when you compare it to uh, to Jackie's. Speech. Oh no, that's true. Like, I, he, I agree. With he, you I, I wouldn't say that he was super political. I I think that it felt like I said I wasn't really surprised. I I wasn't. How how is that? I wasn't expecting it, but it but it wasn't surprising. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Theodore. Are you Theodore. back? Theodore. His phone. Nope, still going. Oh. But like, a- as someone who ran for president, I-, I think that he did a really good job of not getting too political. Yeah. And it- it- honestly, if he was, if he is planning on running again, he he didn't like he could have done a lot more oh, to, yeah. pr- to promote that. I agree oh, yeah. with that. Totally agree. All right, we've got some edibles to get to. Oh boy! Last week, Leighton and Jeff were at- wondering what sap tastes like. Yeah. And it, let's today, review this coffee really okay, quick okay, before sure. we get to this, the, sure. the, the edibles. But continue introducing them. Well, go ahead. Nichols actually brought it. How did you come about some sack, sap, Nick? Well, um, <laughs> last week, no, two weeks ago, they started, sa- uh, I can't Tapping. Tap, tap, trees. Thank you. Tapping trees. And my wife's grandma, she or he does uh, tapping trees. <laughs> And your wife's grandpa. <laughs> your wife's grandpa. <laughs> Anyways, getting to the point. Uh-huh. Uh he does he does tea, tree tapping and he makes it maple syrup. And so nice. we tried something my wife Cassie did and then the next week on the podcast they they talked about sap and how it tasted and my wife was like, "Hey, you should take some sap and make them try it." You guys it. were wondering how oh, it yeah. tasted. Yeah. Okay. So, so I brought some. It looks clear. It looks like water. It is very. It is literally like, like water with a tint of sweetness. Mm. All right. So why don't you pass it around and give everyone a yep. spoon, and we're that gonna taste this. And maybe what do you expect this to taste like? Is it before we try it? Is it edible? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maple it's just, syrup. It's just maple no, syrup no. from this. It's watered down maple syrup. Yeah. Hold Na- on. Nature's teardrops. Dude, it's totally water. It's, it should, no. I, should I go first? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's rate this coffee. Oh, yeah. Before we uh, sour our taste buds with the syrup, I'm going to give this one a four. I am not. I'm I thinking can, of giving it a two. It's flavored, I'm pretty sure, but I like it. I'm going to give it a four as well. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I like it. There's a weird it's – got, it's got a strong flavor that's it's, not coffee. It's got a very Earthy. interesting, sharp aftertaste, but it's not bitter. It's like very nutty. It is mm. smooth. Yeah, it is very smooth. I don't like but it, it. does. It does taste a little. Um, it tastes thick. off. It tastes, it tastes off. Like, I don't know something. Something. Something is There's off. Something that's displeasing my buds. Well, 
of taste. Only yours. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It, t- it tastes like something that I've tasted before. Coffee. It tastes like. It almost tastes like tea. Like a like a really dark black tea that's been over over brewed. There you go. Do you think so? You, now you're, you're starting to dislike it. You're rating. No, it's good. I like it. Mm. It's really smooth. Unbelievable. Right. Well, I'm I'm really curious what the flavor is. Mm. What's your What's your rating? I'm gonna give it a three. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. I'm putting his rating under Theodore. Okay. I give it a four. That sounds okay. fair. So like brings it to a three point three. Um, what'd you give it, Layton? A two. A two. Man, you really killed it. Yeah. I just, I, ugh. it hit me. I mean, I'm hit almost, me in the wrong I'm way. almost there to a three, but it, it's good enough. I'm, I'm calling it a, anyways, this is uh Main Street Roasters milk and honey flavor. Whoa. And Whoa. it does not taste like milk and honey. Wow. Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. Yeah, it does not, not taste like milk and honey. That's for hold sure. Hold on. Yeah, I, never I, even, defi- I, I definitely don't like but it. But it's a, it's a, it's almond milk. And not just regular milk. Oh, that's the that's pro, that's well, why. Yeah, it tastes like silk. All right, let's try right. this sap. So, are you guys expecting it to taste woody? Like, have you ever gnawed on a a, like a, a branch? It tastes like water. Straight up water. I'm expecting it. I'm to, expecting not very much. It's I, literally water. I'm expecting it to t- to taste <laughs> like a pine tree smells. It's not pine no, it's tree. it's not pine. I, I know. I it's that. maple. It's all it's, not all it's trees completely are scentless. I'm smelling it. All right, now get, like the, get the all syrup ready. Makes all right. sense. I think it's good. It's better than water because it's a little sweet. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a little bit sweet. Is it like smart water? It's better than smart um, water. No, 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 it's sweet water. You know, it's kind I of... I bet you could get the best instruments out of this thing. Oh. It's kind of like coconut water <laughs> except mm. a really... Watered down, yeah. Coconut watered down water. coconut water. It has about that level of sweetness, though. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like maple. Mm. I love syrup no, so much. Mm. Is that as bad mm. as you thought, Layton? The sap. Mm, that is good. It's maple not. Syrup. It's not as bad. I was expecting it to be thicker. You can buy this on State Road 19, right across Mass Service mm. Center. Use coupon code French Press twenty twenty two for zero dollars off. Yep. Oh. They'll give you free jars with your syrup though. Yeah. For a free <laughs> for a free jar with your syrup. Use the code uh, French Press Podcast. The best maple syrup to have is right when it's fresh and it's still hot. Mm. Oh. I don't know if I've ever uh, ever had that. When I've, he when he does it again, I'll invite you guys over. Oh, yes. I've never partook of uh, hot out of the still. Is it called a still? I I just called it a still. Right. I mean, it's a big. It's basically a distillery, right? All right, guys, it's time to wrap up today's mm, podcast. That's good. Mm. I do want to encourage you. I think the last few episodes have been particularly good. Mm. And I don't know, listener out there, if you've been telling you know your friends about the French Press podcast, but I would encur- I would ask you tell your friends about the French Press podcast. Invite them to listen. Tell them where to listen. Tell them why you listen. Yes, tell them why you listen, and we want to we want to grow this so we can um, support our family someday. <laughs> uh, still trying. So, <laughs> on that note, uh, we do have um, enough funds in the Patreon account now that we can do a full fledged restaurant review. I believe. Should we do a full fledged restaurant review, or should we do should we do the popcorn the the kennel corn madness? 
that I had. Ooh. Yeah, I man, going out for supper a, sounds a lot more fun. Th- I yeah. agree, but there's a whole lot more content. Well, I think that we should let the the restaurant tier um, patrons patrons decide. Ooh. So right. we're going to send out a poll on Patreon. To the one person that's the restaurant tier patron. <laughs> Since they're a restaurant tier, I'm guessing they'll choose a restaurant. I'm guessing too. <laughs> anyway. They could also sample. Guys, it's Lucretia. It's your mom. Okay. Does she get to – does she go with you guys yeah, on this? Yeah, she gets to come along. Oh. It's true. Yeah. That's I a, should hurry sign up too then. Well, it's not too yeah, late. Do it. So quit I'm do just it. kidding. I'm not into that. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for listening. Layton, what's the point? Uh, the point is, uh, <clears throat> number one, Ruben is not essential to the podcast. Essential? Essential. Both. Uh, point number two, don't close unoccupied bathroom doors. And point number three, Nicholas's wife's grandfather taps trees. What's our word of the week? Oh, word of the week is political.